Uh, I always carry this shit. Oh, dude. Yeah, dude, straight vodka. For real, you never seen a flat, uh, a human carry a flask before? No, that's my first time, to be honest. Oh, yeah, yes. Roman used to whip it out of his little pocket in the winter time. Yeah, that's the time to do it. I don't think keeps it warm. Attention. Oh no, Yeah, no. he used to have a flask and shit. That's dope. I like, yeah, can I see Roman it? always has a flask. Yeah, he pulled it with it over uh, here. This is the first time I've ever touched yeah. one. A flask? Yeah, Dang, for real. Yeah, Dang, oh, you've been fucking up, dude. This was horny right what now. You, you just go straight from the bottle. You gotta, yeah, you gotta get a flask. I don't even know where you would get one of these. Look yeah, at, see, uh, I don't even know. Oh. Bevmo. Be- yeah, Bath Bevmo. And the swap meet. Probably, yeah, a There's lot plenty of places. of places. Maybe Walmart might even carry some. Oh, Walmart definitely will have a flask, dude. Oh, Go to I the like camping this. section. You'll get a nice fat fucking like army a, flask. Thank that. you for that experience, Franco. Yeah, grocery stores, they have plastic ones with the metal top. I like that one better. But what you, Well, the reason why they have plastic ones, uh, I like the plastic ones, is because you can sneak them into events to have metal detectors, yeah. allegedly. Oh. Like, um, But you don't want to keep your liquor in a plastic one for long term, right? No, so like, uh, I like doing it when I go to UFC events, which is at um, US Airways, mm-hmm. and they have metal detectors. So I just buy a drink. And then fill it up with rum, so like buy Coke or whatever. Oh, and then you just keep. Yeah, so like you and one other person could definitely rummage, <laughs> like a scrimmage. <laughs> How long have you been carrying a flask for? I don't carry it all the time. I just. I mean, when you do. Uh, I've seen you bring one before. I don't use it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Let's, I mean, ten plus years. That's some classy so, shit, huh? I'm, um, How long have you had that it's little con- it's, flask? Key? It's convenient. So this one, um, it was actually a, a, a what's it called? A groomsman gift. from. Uh, I, just, I was just telling Tolo. It was a groomsman gift, and I realized uh, yesterday was their anniversary. Oh, so right. that was, and I remember because it was um, Brock Lesnar versus Mir 2. Oh, was it the second one? It was either the second or the first one. You brought but, a flask. You went to that fight. No, because I remember that fight was happening. Oh, or, or, that day? or was it Heath Herring? Hold on, I'll, I'll find out right now. So whatever, whichever one was on February second. So I'll find the day out right now. How long I've had this particular one for? Let me see. Because I remember, like, fuck, like February second. What year? That's what I'm gonna find out. Last year. Brock Lesnar. So we've had it. No, Brock Lesnar had it, hasn't fought in a minute. Yeah, it was a long time. <laughs> and it was like near, I think near one or two. How many fights did Brock have in the UFC? Like Maybe five? Five? Yeah, I think five. Something like that. Got like, his ass whooped. Oh, Overing, Kane, two with Mir. Randy Couture. Mir couldn't beat that fool. <laughs> Meerkat? He beat him once, right? The first time with the ankle, lock or, ankle lock or some shit. I think maybe that was the one I missed. Let me see. All right, so February 2nd. What year do you think? I'm going to go with like 2009. Okay, maybe it wasn't that. Wait, what the fuck? Frank Mir? Are you on Brock Lesnar's that's Wikipedia? 20, that's 2010 shit yeah, right there. <laughs> was that the fight? Yeah, you actually fights in 2010. It's got to be there. It probably wasn't Brock then, right? Brock I might be getting my shit mixed up. Hold on, hold on. I'm scrolling through Wikipedia. Because Brock came in later. I didn't know it was February second. I remember the day was. I remember it was like February second. How was the sky? Um, it was at night. It was dark. Cloudy. It was. Was it cloudy? No, I think it was a clear February. It was a clear blue sky. (laughs) 
Mixed martial arts career. God damn it. Another record. February 2nd. I'm trying to find something for February 2nd. Like February 6th, oh, we got go. that. 2008. So, yeah, Frank Mir. He lost to Frank Mir. It was his first, it was his debut oh, into yeah. the UFC. So, 2008. So, what's that? 10, 18, 11, 12, 19. 13 years? Yeah. I got this one. So, 13 years, one day ago. Damn, so you had that flash for that long? Yeah. Damn. This particular one. Has it been in use, like, the whole time? <laughs> no, I had another one. It was a real nice leather-bound uh, fossil one Ooh. that my sister gave me. Ooh. And uh, just recently, the leather started coming away from the. the but it's stainless steel down there, right? Yeah, so I just took it off and threw away the. That's like, horny talk the Leather right there. covering it. Leather covers? Getting it naked. Mm. Mm. Getting that flat. How about leather? So I was Show me your metal. <laughs> 20. So at that time, I was 23. So for that, so I was 23. And I was probably carrying a flask before. On play, I was probably like 20, 21. I was carrying a flask. Damn. Like, That's a nice flask. What's in there right now? Uh, JMO. How do you clean Jamo it? Sir. I use this water so because I because I don't put um the liquor I put in there's it's usually it's like alcohol so it cleans you know it doesn't leave any residue oh unless it's like cheap vodka like do you the, use a baby bottle cleaner for it? Nah, I don't. I've never. Uh, when I have, I I just use soap and shake shake it like hell, and then. Yeah, because yeah. like I said, usually the vodka or one time I did rum was in there and rum has a lot of sugar. And so I threw that one away, like got rid of it because it was all fucking residue of it. Yeah, it was all br- like brown shit was coming out. Uh. So it could have just been a cheap flask, too. That just ate the metal, you know, gave some. But uh, well, yeah, I'm not like a connoisseur of flask or anything. Like, I don't know what's good, what makes a good quality or whatever. I just had them. Stainless steel. Rest in peace, uh, Screech Powers, Mr. Dustin Diamond. Mm-hmm. Scrunch, the youngest of the bunch. He ended up passing away, right, two days ago? I think Monday. Did he? Yeah. I remember when you broke the news mm. on Roach Clip. Three, like three weeks ago. Damn. So he got diagnosed and died three weeks later. <laughs> Cancer? Cancer, yep. Is it pancreatic? Or? Lung? Some well, kind of lung cancer, but it had already developed and spread other all over. Yeah, it was spreading some, spreading to some other organs and all that. It's all to get you, man. Fucking Dustin, man. People, people. Uh, lo- we lost a, a couple people <laughs> this week, right? Yeah. Couple. But yeah, Screech was a. He was a legend, dude. Made a porno. When I was a kid. When I was a kid, though, I used to love that shit. The Say by the Bell. Yeah. And he was always fucking hilarious to me. <laughs> Remember his little robot? Kevin? Yeah, what'd he do? The robot. Uh, it was just like his little invention. Yeah. He'd bring him water and shit, right? Almost like a butler, yeah. Or give him little smart ass comments back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I wonder if he ever fucking got into that Lisa. The Lisa panties. Bunjabi? The Bunjabi. Didn't he marry her? In no. The, in the thing? 
Oh no, I'm thinking of Urkel and. Uh, oh no, on the show it was that was the crush. That it was, was Zach, crush the whole time. Zach and Kelly, remember they did like a whole special, uh, like two episode thing. Yeah, they were like an hour each episode. The marriage edition. Oh, they got married. They got married in Vegas, was yeah. it? Yeah, in Vegas. Dang, dude. Yeah, they went on this trip and like they got pulled over by the cops. Eight and later, yeah. and, and Zach and Screech end up going to jail because they're speeding to get oh, there. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember. <laughs> it was like a TBS special. <laughs> yeah. And the girls like, I remember they fucking. That was uh, epic. <laughs> They got there way before them. And they had um the car overheated, so they needed like water or something. But I remember. Oh yeah, then the dude walks up. Yeah, <laughs> and he was, she was like, "Be careful, those things are like eight bucks." It was like fucking regular water. It's like I think that that's Lisa's date, isn't it? I think. Oh yeah, the hitchhiker. Yeah. Oh, it ends up becoming her I date. Think so okay, no. That's what he smashes. <laughs> was Screech hating or what? I don't remember. I gotta wow. go back and watch that. Screech was over there just, oh, by then he's fucking over it. He's pounding vibes, you know? Yeah, he but, got through. He was done cucking. Yeah, he's like, enough of this. He did have a big piece, right? According to his porn. <laughs> According to his penis. According to his penis. Plus, you can see in his porn. That was a pretty big piece. He's horned up. He, Me- he, remember when his mom leaves and they have a party? When they broke the, the Elvis statue? Elvis statue? <laughs> That's <laughs> a classic. They're all fucking dancing in the living room. Ba ba ba. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How did the girls? Did remember, they walk in on them? Yeah, remember they snuck in. They're like laughing at them, and that's when he was boning out uh, Tori Spelling. Oh, Tori Spelling. Ooh. Yeah. Who was AC? Uh, oh no, uh, Screech. He was. She was like this little nerdy girl. Yeah, it was like before all surgery. <laughs> Screech, Screech was hit, hitting that Tori, pounding yeah. that badge. Yeah, he was, bro. She was all in love uh, with that fool. Yeah. And she had the money, too. Dude, that was a good couple right there. Power couple. That was a power couple. Yeah. That was the first power couple. Right? That was the first Kim and Kanye right there, dude. That was before J-Lo and, and uh, Ben Affleck. Oh. <laughs> Isn't she with A-Rod now? Or Derek Jeter? One of those. Oh, yeah. The Baby Jeter. What's his name? Baby Jeter. Or, yeah. Well, what's Alex Rodriguez? Yeah, yeah. Whatever his name is. Mark Anthony was with her for a minute. <sighs> she don't Pub sleep Daddy. around, but Remember she Pub gets Daddy? around. Pub Daddy before that. That one backup dancer. Oh, yeah. yeah little Cholo. Was fucking... <laughs> little Cholo. Little Puerto Rican Cholo. Yeah. Oh, that fool was dancing for her. Pounding Vaj. Pounding away in the tour bus. Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. <laughs> <laughs> Solid chingasos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so rest in peace, man. Dustin Poirier. I mean, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, shit. No. <laughs> Wrong one. Wrong one, my bad. Dustin Diamond. What's la- his last name was Diamond? Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Because right. yeah. yeah. th- Dustin, right. Dustin Diamond Poirier, that's the his Dustin fucking. Dustin Diamond. Yeah. And Dustin wants what wants to fight. I, dude, they're going to do McGregor versus Dustin for the belt. Yeah, they. That. Either that or they're saying uh, GSP is actually preparing to fight. Mm. Uh, lightweight. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm guessing, bro, because GSP already said that, like, um, Khabib's already too big for him. So he's going to want to make him cut to 155. Uh, yeah. Don't you think McGregor, though, has to win, like, a couple more fights to prove himself he belongs there? In the in reality, yeah, to a real fucking fan. Yeah, in the real, real world, fan, you know? In the real world, yeah, but... Because you don't know what Not in, in Dana's three world. Three fight streak or two fight losing streak. Dana knows this fool's like at the verge of losing everything. Like 
you know, his popularity, all that shit. They're just trying to milk the cow. Milk the cow, dude. Let's throw you in there again. Get your ass whooped one more time. <laughs> Instead of doing like giving him little fucking cowboy type fights first. Well, McGregor's already saying. What to give McGregor and Oliveira? Oliveira, fuck that fool up, right? Oliveira's one of the baddest motherfuckers on the planet right now. Yeah. Kick straight to the chin. So there's. Wh- who, what fight said that? Wh- which one did? Oh, the the Pacquiao uh, Garcia fight, or was it Garcia? The exhibition. Yeah. So that's gonna be an exhibition. So they said definitely not that. That's like off the table now. Like not going on. With Ryan Garcia? Yeah, Ryan Garcia. There you go. Why? What happened? I don't know. I just saw the headline. The promoters probably stepped yeah. in, and everyone like it just said. Don't waste your time on that. Yeah, probably. So, but I don't know if it's true. That's fucking hot in here. Um, Feels good. Why you? Maybe let me take all my beans. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> that you're, might be smart. And you're Jameson, you know. So now my, oh, that's that true. warms up the body right there. Um, With. I think Poirier, the, the, I think the talks are likely is uh, Oliveira or Khabib. If if that does happen, or um, everyone is saying uh, Oliveira for uh, versus Dustin for the actual title, and then um, Foyer. I heard too Ferguson Ferguson Connor. I heard that mm, was in the Kukui. might be in the talks. Nate Diaz wants to get down with Dustin Dustin at one seventy. Yeah, that was, I'm gonna fight him. That was posted today on Instagram. Yeah. Nate Diaz. Oh yeah, big Nathan. That fool was like in the hospital or something. Like, you always talking shit. He's on Nate Diaz. We're gonna whoop his ass, nasty Nate. Why would you wanna? I don't. I think it'd be a good scrap. That would be a good scrap. Cause it, Nate, Nate has no problem fighting in the ground. Yeah, he's a master. Himself. And that's always been like. I remember watching this fool back in like 2009, 2010. He'd always do some fucking sick shit on the ground, bro. Yeah. Him and his brother. Yeah. I think his brother fucking ended a fight with a Gogo Plata, dude. First ever. It's probably the only like there's, there, there can't be that many Gogo Plata finishes in the UFC. I don't the think UFC. I've seen one. That's one of the hardest fucking things to 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 do to a human being, bro, yeah. while he's fighting for his life. Even a Gogo Plata is hard, even if they're letting you like for practice. And this motherfucker straight up, I can't, I can't remember who he finished. He go go them up. Yeah, he gave him that go go. He did, bro. Go go them up. That's one of the. Don't don't grab it from there. Yeah. yeah Cairo yeah. was the Cairo pa- Parisian. Cairo, it might have been Cairo, right? Let's see, Nick Nick Diaz, go go plotter. Nick Diaz. Jamie. Nick Diaz. The go go plotter is a fucking dope ass finishing move though. Mm. It's beautiful. I can't remember who he finished off. Was it oh Tokamara Gomi? Finish him. Tokamari. I'm not really sure who he finished, but that's a look look that move up. Great fucking move. He has a professional boxing record. What is it? One to know? Uh yeah. When was that? Back in two thousand five? I don't know who he fucking threw it down with. Alfonso Rocha? Damn, he's a legend. Ah. <laughs> Who, Nick? Alfonso. A lot of people want to fight Nick. Oh, yeah. Those brothers are. 
And then Money May said he'll fight 50 Cent. And the exhi- these exhibition matches are getting out of control, dude. Everyone's trying to get that fucking fed. Yeah, that easy money. They're call. Uh, they're saying, uh, what's his name, Eric? We we're just talking about Evander, Evander Tyson. Holyfield, and Tyson for over two hundred million, two hundred something million dollars in Dubai. In Dubai, for them to probably split. You're right. It was um, uh, Takanor, uh, Gomi, but it was uh, that was one that was overturned because of uh, the marijuana. He tested positive for marijuana. Damn, they overturned that too. Yeah, that and that was in Pride. See all those fights he could have, he should have had victorious. Cause it's just weed. Vi- they don't even vi- testing that vi- these days. Vi- victorious. They should overturn all that, huh? In the yeah, record books. The records, yeah. Get his record right. Fire, Jamal. Fire. I just bought this new chile lime little. Beer what flavor mix. is that one? Chile lime. Oh, just chile lime. Oh, that's not and the mango? other one's mango. You said. Yeah, the other one's mango. Mm-hmm. Oh. Hey, remember we we're talking about those little packets, the pica limon. The the, gr- the little green ones. The green ones called limon siete. Like seven up. Le- uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, just lemon seven. Oh. It says. Like I got the same colors as the seven up. Hmm. I remember we we're trying to fucking figure out what, what uh, what the green version of it was called. So what do you think, dude? Mayweather and. Fitty, I think Mayweather finishes him, right? Oh yeah, is that even gonna go through? <laughs> they will want it exhibition. That's that's where the money's at. I'm telling you. But is Fifty Cent a fighter? Like has but, he? But you know, I mean, that's that might be something you never know. He might be training underground where nobody knows. I don't give a fuck. No how. training in the world can yeah. compare compete with Mayweather. Yeah. I don't give a fuck how much bigger he is. <laughs> yeah, than Mayweather. his dodging skills are just they're on another level, bro. He's not gonna be able to touch him. Like, Yep. Especially a big guy like that, dude. Like, yeah. he ain't gonna have the speed, no matter how fast Fifty Cent thinks he is. Like, I'm with Brody. He's dodging all that and fucking boom, counter punching, you know, little jabs here and there to the body, and then just you know start fucking dancing away. And exactly, I don't give a fuck how good you look in the gym, how long you've been hitting mitts for. If you've been <laughs> That's if Mayweather, who's still fucking tip top shape, like if you ain't been in that ring, it ain't the same. And then Broner wants to do an exhibition with Mayweather. That's stupid. He's like, "Come on, big bro. You always say you're gonna you're gonna spar with me. Let's do it for an exhibition. We both make money. You say you're my big bro. Let's do it, big bro." Kissing his fucking kissing werewolf. his ass. You want <laughs> <laughs> That's some fucking clout chasing one on one right All there. All up on his nuts. Like, Come on, boss man. <laughs> boss man, please, boss man. You know we gotta do this. Just box me one time. <laughs> Some good shit though going on. Yeah, dude. UFC basketball. The Suns are gonna get down right now. What time? Seven thirty. I think they're getting down already. Let's see the score. They've been winning, right? Yeah, they're on a three-game win streak right now. Five and five in the last ten games. Not bad because they're getting their ass whooped. Oh yeah, dude. They they hit a little slump. What are you, King J? How's your uh, week been? You got a new snake? Is that that a new snake? No, it's not a new one. Oh, you've had it? Yeah. How long have you had that one for? Uh, Maybe two months less than I had the the yellow one for. And what do you call that one? What is its name? Yep. Uh, I call her Ka. Ka? Yeah. No, like Ka, like K-A-A, like the the snake from Jungle Book. Okay. Because she's just like, whenever I'm doing anything in my room... She'll automatically just pop out and like observing and like 
she just seems hella wise, like for a snake, I guess you could say. Just always observing of what I'm doing or anything like that. She's wife. <laughs> what kind of snake is it? Uh, it's called a golden child reticulated python. Golden child? Why? Why is that? Sweet child. Um, I don't. I don't know why they call it a golden child exactly. I mean, it may be something to do with the um the way their patterns are and their scales that cause the pearl effect to them when you put them in the sun. So that might be. That's a pearl effect. One that reason. is dope. That that effect it looks a little chameleoned out almost. Yeah, so it's like a pretty much like a mermaid pearl, and like when you just shine the light over it, it just reflects the light in a different motion than other scales. Yeah, like its main tones like goldish, brownish, and then yeah, as it starts moving different angles, mm-hmm. it just gets chameleoned out. Yeah, rainbow colors. Yeah, it's dope. Pretty dope. What are your goals with these reptiles? Why are you getting so many? Um, reptile what are you trying to prove? No, I'm not trying to prove nothing. <laughs> just the fact that I, I just I just like them. And now I have the opportunity, uh, since I'm living in my own place, to get them and not have anybody complain to me. Like my parents when I was living with them. Like, oh, no, you can't get that. That's too much. Like this and that. You know what I mean? That's like, irresponsible. Yeah. No, You're not like, that. No. Just like I don't want you to have that in the house. Or I don't want that in the house because it's so big. Or just whatever it is. Like, Mama, but I love them. <laughs> so now it's... So, Mama. So now, yeah, I'm pretty much <laughs> just getting them. the things that I've always wanted. And just experiencing with them and having them. And then hopefully in the future being able to breed them. And start slanging. You want to breed with them? No, breed them. Oh. Learn how to breed and everything. Cause that's, Put I your heard snake that's in a, real, a snake. Yeah, I heard that's a real fun process that, when you breed. Whoa. How far can they unhinge that jaw? So oh, they can unhinge like... So it's pretty, it's pretty interesting with all that. Pretty cool, dude. Mm-hmm. What's that one eat? Uh, I'm feeding her. She eats uh, baby chickens right now. That little fucking... Oh, like chicks? Yeah, like little chicks. Chick-fil-A's. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that fucking thing could eat a chicken. Oh yeah, no, no. Just look, the little baby chickens. Are they alive when you give it to them? Or no, I have them. Um, so I buy them from a pl- uh, a pl- pet store called RodentPro.com Call online. Plethora.com. You get and a plethora. Of I mean, snakes that's just a little shout out in case anybody's looking for mice or anything like that for their pets. You know, that's a cheap a cheap uh, website to go to to buy stuff in bulk. So what is it again? Uh, rodentpro.com rodentpro hit us with that so when i buy the sponsorship when i buy the baby chickens it comes 25 in a bag for like six bucks i mean what other podcast talks about snakes and reptiles more than this Uh, i don't think there's one the oh the world of snakes and reptiles podcast still doesn't doesn't. yeah they talk uh, ironically they talk a lot about weed (laughs) 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 nothing about snakes yeah, so now I started experience, uh, getting back into uh, tarantulas. How big does that snake get, the one you brought right now? Uh, so she's the longest snake in the world, so since she's being a female. That one? That yeah. doesn't look that long. Well, she's not. She's barely she's not even close. Oh, yeah. I thought you said that one, though. Yeah, yeah this, this breed, a... this breed of snake. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, is the longest snake in the world, which is a reticulated python. You, you haven't seen me with my pants down, but continue. <laughs> so she'll get, when she's full grown, she'll get anywhere from... 20 to about 25 feet god damn yeah yeah they get big how long does that take yeah uh well it it really no really depends on the um the owner itself if you're just pounding it with food all the time you're just pounding it it's gonna it's gonna (laughs) eat this food girl (laughs) but 
if you see it, if you feed it slow, chicha. like something that's like way smaller than its body length or just about the same size, and you feed it like within every two weeks instead of a week and just one, then you'll slow them down faster. So pretty much you could you could make it where they'll get full grown within like six years. Damn. And how long do those things live? That breed? Um, I think it's anywhere from between twenty to thirty years, Damn. depending on good care. Yeah, so it could outlive you, possibly. Possibly. I Can mean, they get COVID? Um, I don't think that's a good question. I've never heard of a snake getting COVID. That's good. I heard of a lizard. What happened with your lizard with that cough? Did you did that <laughs> teacher ever take it? Oh, so I took it to those people. Um, to, well, those people. What do you mean those? There's people? supposedly people. a reptile rescue uh, couple that's on um, Facebook. And there wasn't. So my reptile, the reptile guy that we you went to help he's me drop that stuff off to, homie. yeah, he pretty much told me that he's like, dude, he's like, you shouldn't have given given it to them. He's like, they're not, they're, they're assholes. That's all they are. They're yeah, whores. they got reptile dysfunction. Like they'll take their, they, <laughs> they just take them and then like, um, yeah, he said they're pretty much hoarders. Like they're not good people and everything like that as far as what they say, what they're doing and everything. So uh, he yeah, said so that they're gonna pimp your fucking lizard out, bro. So he said they're that gonna he rent was into gonna, Hollywood um, for movies. He said that he gave them um, a snake as a gift, and they try to bring out like a disclosure paper for him to sign, saying like, "Oh, you just surrendered your pet to us." And he said that he got like upset because of the fact that like they oh do they it. just want to be legal, right? They don't want to be like, "Hey, this motherfucker stole my snake. Yeah. Check the serial number." No, just because of the fact that he was giving it to them as a gift, not surrendering it over because of the fact that it was sick or he couldn't take care of it or anything like that. So, they're, I mean, that's just, they're just not a good. How was your interaction with them when you showed up? Um, I mean. Of, what kind of hillbillies were they? Were they racist? Did they call you colored? Because that would like his, not be his cool. Like his wife, well, the wife, the one that I was messaging about, it, that she was messaging me about it, she was cool, like, about it when I gave it to her. But the, her husband was like, I don't know, he just seemed like. Was the wife Asian and the husband? No, white? it was a white couple, like a like a redneck white couple. Mm, okay, yeah, like a couple that would collect snakes off the street. No, they take anything, dude. Lizards, snakes, tortoises, like. Oh, so they are hoarders. Yeah, anything that's pretty much sick, like or their house that live? people don't want or, or anything. They live in a regular neighborhood or some kind well, of. Well, I don't know. So I met them at a pet store, and they just pulled up in like some big van, like. That was their house. Oh, bro! The so, van, the van was their mm-hmm. their dwelling. Yeah, yeah, he should have never gave it to them. In the van? Yeah, well, it, I think it's the van that they just transport everything in because they had a bunch of totes in the back. You should follow them home. So, I mean, I didn't really worry about doing all that. Like, <laughs> Have you been in contact since? Or? How's, your, how's uh, he doing? Well, they said that they... That they um, Did you write the letters? That they took it in on Monday? Yeah, they took it in on Monday for treatment. And that I guess everything's going good and everything. So, I guess that's one that they, gonna, that they said they're going to keep or whatever, so... Tell sling it in the black market, right? Yeah. Probably, most likely. Because they're getting stuff for free, and then they're just paying, like... The vet fees? The vet fees, which is not even a lot, and then they could turn around and triple or quadruple whatever how they how just much bought. Is, what, what, what kind of lizard was it? Talk to the fans right now. Uh, the fans it was like an, to hear your It was an voice. Asian water monitor, and you could get them, at the, you could get them at the store for about... Toshiki. At the pet store for, like, 250 max. Two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, and that's like a cheap lizard too. Some of them range from six hundred dollars to seven hundred dollars, eight hundred dollars. That's not bad, right? I mean, 
it's not too bad, but I mean, it just depends on what you're getting. And what if do they get, do? And if you're getting ripped off, well, they just sit there and fucking lark well, on a lot, the lawn? a lot of a lot. Well, a lot of people get them because of the fact that they get so massive when they get full grown. Like some lizards will get as long as this table right here, as long as the tables, and be almost like a foot thick. So. Are those are those indigenous to the United States? Yeah, because my uh my uh reptile guy, my buddy has one. Oh no way! Is this healthy? Yeah, his is healthy. It's, every time I go over, it's always sleeping or, like, he, when he feeds it, he feeds it baby chickens. Because yours used to cough, right? Yeah. Your lizard was coughing? Mm-hmm. When I got it, it started coughing. How did the yeah. cough sound? <sighs> no, <sighs> it sounded like a little kid that just took its took their first hit of a cigarette. Damn, that, <laughs> that's fucked up. <laughs> no that, that's yeah. fucked up that you know what that sounds like. <laughs> yeah, dude, it sounded exactly like that. <laughs> We're just <laughs> from movies. <laughs> What? How often was it coughing? Like during the night while you're during sleeping? During the night when I was sleeping, I would like hear the cough and I would wake up and it's just like coughing like it was about to like, like gagging in a sense, you know? It had saliva in its mouth. So yeah, sign of uh, respiratory infection. What, you, what, what would you do at that point? Uh, at that point, I mean, there's, well, at night, there's really nothing you can do. But the next morning, I just. Uh, no vapor rub or none? No, in the morning I just started a little treatment that they say is good for stuff like that, which you put um, a ricola under water. No, you put the lizard just in warm water for for a little bit, for maybe like thirty minutes, and then when you take them out, you put them automatically right in their basking area. What's a basking area? A basking area is an area that any reptile will go to that's a lot hotter than the cool side. So a basking area is, is an area that's anywhere from ninety to one hundred and thirty degrees. And that's the area where, like... Like a little rock or something? No, it doesn't have to be a rock. It's just that part of the area that is a lot hotter. How do you keep it hot? Uh, Well, with me, with my snakes, all my snakes have radiant heat panels, which regulates the the temperature through a thermostat. So when the temperature... It cuts off the heater when it gets to 95. When it gets... No, 94. When it gets 2 degrees below 94, when it gets to 92... It'll cut the temp, the heater back on and heat it back up to 94 and then cut it off. What? So that's for those ones. Yeah, those are expensive. But if you just want to go regular light bulbs, you could do light bulbs and then just you'll have to monitor it yourself. So it doesn't get too hot? Yeah, you have to monitor it monitor it with yourself with like those uh those temperature with laser the monitor. guns. Uh, yeah, temp guns because yeah. that, that's how they killed Slater's lizard. Remember? Yeah, dude. So if it gets Artie, yeah, remember Artie. If it gets too hot right there, so <laughs> so lizards, snakes. I mean, for the most part, they're smart enough to know to go to the other side. But if your whole cage is just too hot, where they can't escape that heat, bro, Artie boy, dude, it'll, rest it'll in cook peace. them, dude. Yeah. So what happened to Artie Boy? I forgot. So there's an episode of Saved by the Bell where AC Slater had a pet, a pet lizard, and his name was Artie. The lizard's name? Oh yeah, somebody had to take care of it, right? And they were Zach. Like, and then and, and and some, he wanted to go party or some shit. Yeah, somebody said they left the window open. Somebody said it was too hot. Uh, oh no, it was Slater left his lizard with Screech. But Screech's other animals were like gonna eat it or something. So Screech was the- like your homie dude that took that takes care of your fucking reptiles. Oh, okay. Screech had all kinds of crazy shit too. Oh really? Yeah, Screech. Yeah. yeah, he's like a little nerdy dude. And on the episode, they like made him out to like they show his room and he has like shit like, in there, yeah, right? Like, like tarantulas and shit. Oh, dope. <laughs> he was like Jamal. <laughs> yeah, he's like he like they're Jamal <laughs> <laughs> with the same hairstyle. <laughs> yeah. So how did he die? Who? Artie? Artie? 
But no, I don't think they figured it out. Like that's what that's everybody kept blaming themselves. Somebody said they put them too close to the lamp. Somebody said they <laughs> left the uh, drafty window open. Oh yeah, so they see they were using the lamp with that one. Yeah, and with then, lamps, that's I mean you could cook them. You'll cook them, dude, because they're they're kind of they're kind of dumb when they're small. Like they won't move out the way. Like they're not fragile. Like, they're not controlled heat. Mm-hmm. So it's just constant heat that's just rising, yeah, rising, yeah, rising. Yeah. yeah, dude. And they just sit there, and the next thing you know, they're like. With, they'll, they'll hold their mouth open, which is a way to, for them to try to, like, it's a, like us sweating to cool down. They open their mouths to try to cool down. Lizards. So, no, they'll just hold their mouth open. Slater leaves his pet chameleon, Artie, in the gang's care when he goes away for a week. Oh, However, chameleon. Slater returns to find that Artie has died and blames them. So the, the episode's name is called Slater's Friend. He got a 7.8 on IMDb. Dude, chameleons are hard to own. I would never own a chameleon. I remember. I just remember the fucking funeral they had for that fool. Yeah. They put him in a Nike box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then they had they had a Slater dress up like him in a big old lizard outfit. Yeah, he's all crying like a baby. Remember that? Like when they're, th- they're yeah. it's like in their thought bubble, right? <laughs> yeah, it's all cloudy and shit, all pink. What, what is that when they're, because they were going to lie to him like or something. Like sure. a flashback or like a, not a flashback, but a. Like their thought process, like when we tell yeah, them. Yeah, didn't they yeah. try to get him another one? That looked, oh, they did, right? Yeah, they like, this isn't Artie. <laughs> he's like, finger there real quick. This is not Artie. <laughs> 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 <It's> not Artie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. They try to get him a new one. He's like, who is this guy? Who is this imposter? Yeah. So, yeah, they're like, sorry, AC. Artie boy. Artie boy. That was his name, dude, Artie. And then the funeral, they're all singing, oh, Artie boy. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like bringing him in the what little shoe What is this show called? It's a show or movie? A show. What is it called? Saved by the Bell. Oh, I've heard of it, but I've never seen it before. Oh, dude, epic stuff. Yeah? Oh, I'm going to have to watch it. Hmm. Yeah, one of their main characters just passed away. That's what we were talking oh, about, they, Screech. Oh. He was a boxer. He beat a poor Shaq, remember, the celebrity boxing? He beat his ass, right? Yeah, like, he <laughs> was, like, 50, and he was, like, in his 20s. Screech. And he's all tall, too, Screech. And he's, like, trained in, like, Taekwondo or something. Yeah, he has that. Yeah, because I remember him having a jab. Yeah. yeah he could throw hands. He, he used to be able to throw hands, bro. <laughs> now he just throws hugs up there. Now he just throws blessings. Damn, so Artie boy passed away. Shout out Artie. Artie the chameleon. Artie the chameleon. <laughs> chameleon there. What's up with you, Brody? How's life? Life is good, man. Chilling. Chilling, working, chilling, working, working. How's work, dude? Same old, same. Busy? Yeah, yeah busy. Super busy? Yeah, this is a time of year where everything kicks up. You know? So COVID never affected the busyness? Or Biden? No, they just it's take Biden. the protocols, you know, every morning, check their temperatures. And if you have symptoms, you know, stay home. Dude, it's been good and shit, like, out dude. there, they've been clean. Well, they did, we did catch, like, a couple months ago, a case, like, six of the guys, you know, ended up having it, so... How about that dude? Did he ever come back positive? Or was he negative? He was negative. Well, so he just had a real flu? Yeah, or something they ate because they all got sick, like even the kids, but like, probably just for like those, probably something food. they ate, yeah. Oh, the they're just shitting their flu? pants or what? Well, yeah, I guess, yeah, they were sick, had like diarrhea and probably headache and all that shit, you know, like, 
the food poisoning type shit. So, so it was probably that. It was good when he, um, we went back on Monday. Felt normal again. Yeah, his sphincter was spinked. <laughs> he was <laughs> shitting all weekend. Yeah, just. But yeah, dude. Other than that, dude, just chilling, checking out the score on the Suns game right here. What do we got? What's the score here? I can check it right now. Probably Jamie, what's the Suns score? The Suns are playing the new. Oh, it's barely. It's quarter one, twenty to twenty-two. The Pelicans are up right now. Mm-hmm. So the Suns are eleven and eight. Let's look at the standings real quick. These are the NBA standings for you NBA fans out there. First, we're gonna look at the Western Conference. Oh shit! You're not gonna believe who's number one in the Western Conference. Number Is, one. Mm-hmm. Can you guess who's number, number one, one in the Western Conference? You're not gonna guess. Take a gander. Surprise team or? I don't know. Just guess. I'd say uh, Utah Jazz. Oh yeah, the Jazz. Who do they have? Why are they so killer? Oh, yeah, Donovan Mitchell. Holmes, that was a killer. Where the... They got a nice squad. Donovan Mitchell? Mm-hmm. Is he a rookie? Like 30 or in, 40. Oh, he's a fucking badass. Shooting oh, guard? Chingon, yeah. Shooting guard. Oh, yeah, Cl- solid as fuck. Yeah, the Clippers are number two, huh? Mm-hmm. Not bad. This thing's solid, Polking boy. So the Utah Jazz are 16-5. and five. The Clippers are 16-6 and six, coming in at number two. They're eight and four in their la- I mean eight and two in their last ten games. They're in a one game losing streak. The Utah Jazz are nine and one in their last ten games. They're in a one game winning streak. The Los Angeles little <laughs> let me rewind. That. The Los Angeles Lakers coming in at number three with sixteen at sixteen wins at six losses as well. With the seven and three record in their last ten games, and they're coming in with the uh two game win streak. The Nuggets, huh? Nuggets are number four. With twelve and eight, yeah, Jokic is a beast. They're seven and three in their last ten games, a one-game win streak. And then we got yours truly, the Phoenix Suns, at number five. Not bad for uh, that that slump they had. Yeah, just a half game behind the four seed. Dude, how about how's DeAndre Ayton looking, bro? Getting twenty fucking rebounds a game and shit. Yeah, finally, dude. Finally, that's what I mean. That's what, that's what you got to do. Rebound Every night, dude. dude like, yeah. Every night he's doing that now. Yep, and then once the game plan will change, once they start focusing on Booker and Chris Paul and everything's going to open up for him. Oh, don't even worry. You don't have to worry about points. Yeah, that's fine. If he plays solid defense and rebounds the ball, bro, that's that's the key to success. Yeah, that's what he said, too. He's like like the anchor. He's I want to be the anchor of the defensive end. Because if he averages, let's say he averages 17 and 20, dude. I'd rather have that than him averaging 25 and 10. Yeah. Straight up. And then coming in at number six, the Memphis Grizzlies with a nine and seven record, seven and three in their last ten games with the one game losing streak. And then following them is the uh, the Trailblazers. Utah Jazz is number one. Three. Crazy, huh? The Portland Trailblazers, eleven and nine, five and five in their last ten, with a one game win. Oh, the Suns are also five and five in their last. 10 but they, they're coming in on a hot three game win streak what are they? Uh, 11 and 8 fifth place the trailblazers 5 and 5 in their last 10 one game win streak and then number 8 I'm only going to give you the top 8 because that's pretty much the playoff spots it's the Houston Rockets 10 and 9 uh, 7 and 3 in their last 10 but they do got a hot streak of 6 games they're on a 6 game win streak hmm 
That's not bad. Who the fuck's on their team? Well, they got John Wall. Uh, P.J. Tucker. Cousins is with them. Is P.J. Tucker there? I don't know. I think so. Okay, let's, <laughs> move, let's move on to the Eastern uh, Conference. Primos. The Eastern Conference, you're looking at the 76ers at number one with 15 and six. Eight and two in their last 10 games with the three-game win streak. I used to be. I used to like the. I used to like Allen Iverson a lot, dude. Yeah. That was a dope motherfucker right there. He was I used to buy his gear when I was in high school, like his shoes and his fucking. They sell the Reebok T-shirts, but they're always sick, dude. Yeah. Always like old English fucking writing, and yeah. they'll have like a fucking platinum chain going across, just like dope shit. What's his nickname? The answer. The answer. The immortal. Number two coming in at number two on the Eastern Conference. We got the Bucks, Milwaukee Bucks with 13 wins, eight losses, six wins, four losses in the last 10 games on a two-game win streak. Following them, we got the, the New Jersey Nets at number three, 14. And if you're not just tuning in, we're giving you the Eastern Conference standings for the NBA. If you're not an NBA fan, fast forward the podcast for another 30 seconds or not go fuck yourself. So the Nets are 14 and 9, coming in at number 3, 7 and 3 in their last 10. One game win streak. The talk of the NBA right there with Nets. Oh, they got a killer fucking squad, bro. How killer is that squad, bro? It's pretty deadly. You're talking Kyrie Irving. You're talking Westbrook. You're talking Kevin Durant. Those three Harden. guys alone. James Harden. I mean Harden. Who did I say? Westbrook's with the, with the Wizards, Please. right? You see how they beat him like two nights ago? The Wiz nights? beat him? Dude, crazy comeback. The Wiz won, though? Yeah. It was did, like, did Westbrook have a fucking insane game or what? 45 points. And the other four went off for like 36. Uh, Bradley Beal. That fool's been on a tear. Oh, they got Beal? Beal's a fucking Beal's killer. Beal's been on a tear, dude. But yeah, dude, that thing was crazy. It was like 11 seconds left on the clock. That fool Beal pulled up and hit a three-pointer. What was the score? At the, they were down for uh, five, five points at, the, at, the at point. that point. So okay. he hit that. So they were only down two at that point with like six seconds left. And these fools steal the ball, dude, on the inbound. Fucking Westbrook comes through and hits a three-pointer with like two seconds left, one point something. That put him up by one. And voila, dude. And then they went in the game. Crazy ending like that. They came back and won it at the end. Remember the Reggie Miller when he scored like 13 points? Yeah. But it's crazy, even on that same night, the Portland Trailblazers, Damian Lillard did the same thing, hit a game winner off of of steal and stuff too. Yeah. It was pretty crazy. So that's the sports for y'all. That's the sport. I I went to go PP and I came in on On the basketball. El baloncesto. So I put... What are you sipping? You still on that Jameson? Yeah, it's so a dice. I got these. <laughs> <laughs> I got these uh, whiskey glasses for Christmas. Uh, Christmas gift. Yeah. My cousin and uh, I really don't drink whiskey like, like Jamal said. I, I normally drink yeah. straight from the flask. You're not a perrisky, huh? Yeah, I normally just drink it neat, which means uh, drink it and eat. Uh, drink it neat. Oh, drink it neat. So if you uh, go to yeah. the bar and you ask for her uh, neat. That means they don't put any ice yeah. in it. In other words, just ask them for the perrisky whiskey. That's it. I want perrisky whiskey. <laughs> but if you ask for it like on the rocks, the perrisky that means whiskey. ice. But I don't like it because it waters it down. Yeah. Uh, so this, That's what those this cubes drink, are. 
Yeah, they're they're. Uh, I don't know what it is. I think it's like marble, or they're like little cubes. But uh, you're supposed to put them in the freezer, and I just put them in. And they've only been in there for like about an hour, and instead of it watering down your drink, it it chills it. How oh, those work? Pretty fire. Pretty fire. No, I don't think I left them in long enough. Or I don't know. I really can't tell the difference. Because yeah, it takes a lot of cold to yeah. heat up a. That's probably like some. an overnight thing. Maybe. Mm-hmm. So or maybe stick them where you know that ice cube bag. Stick them in there. Mm. Just by themselves. And somebody goes to chew it accidentally. So there's rocks in here. So the fourth seed for the Eastern Conference, we got the Celtics, Boston Celtics, 11-8, and 5-5 five and five in their last 10 games on a one-game win streak. How are the Celtics, brody? Are they a good squad? Yeah, solid, too. Solid. They'll be up there contending for the title. You think so? Oh, yeah. Who thinks the team to beat right now in the Eastern Conference? The Nets, of course, you know. They've been killing. They got the three stars. I mean, but still, they're they're vulnerable because their defense sucks balls. They're like last in the NBA. Oh no way! Yeah, so are they like the three second offense? Yeah, they're pretty quick. They hoist up a lot of points because you got a lot of what players of, who need to score. He's a, that's what I mean because Steve Nash is their coach, first uh, year coaching. That makes sense. But mm-hmm. what type of a is he is he taking kind of like the D'Antoni offense strategy or? Tell you the truth, I haven't watched none of their games to see how they actually play, but looking at the scores they be putting up, yeah, they put up fucking 136, you know, 140 points. Because what was Mac D'Antoni's fucking... Seven seconds or less. Seven seconds or less, you had to have a shot. Get that shot up. What was it called? Seven seconds or less. But I thought it was like a... The D'Antoni offense. The Mm -hmm. Pringles. (laughs) Pepe Pringle. Crack a Pringle can. He looked like a Pringle can, right? Yeah. Did, so who huh? so who else is in his staff? Nash. And he has some other sons. Is it D'Antoni? Is that one of his coaches too? Oh, no, Stoudemire. Uh, the gorilla. Stoudemire is one of his is uh, he? assistant coaches. Yeah. Amari. Crazy. I don't know if he's like his direct assistant coach, but I know he's up in there. Well, he's up. one of the coaches, maybe the There's like a Nets coaching staff. Does he have like a yeah. does he have like a Force Griffin position? Where it's uh, kinda it's just like made up and he just kinda goes in there and <laughs> whenever he wants it. Just get paid. Oh yeah, because Forrest Griffin does that right at the at the institution. But they said he was like really taking it like serious. He said like he's like really going in there to work and do shit. Last time I seen him, he was just chilling in his office yeah, doing he, paperwork. He had to grow into it. What's his name? Uh, so he serves as player development assistant for the Brooklyn Nets of the National. So yeah, he's got Amari in there. What does that mean? Player development assistant. I'm not sure. It's just one, yeah. one of these <laughs> fucking a, dudes. A, he takes him out, goes clubbing with him at night. Did you ever go to Stoudemire's out here, the club? Nah. Monday? Did you? I don't know. That shit closed down quick once he left. He, yeah. All, all this shit shut down. It was on second. It was where like hard, hard rock is kind of. Yeah. Well, as soon as he left, they closed it down. Pretty much. Yeah, like the following year. They kept the name, but yeah, nobody went. And then coming in at number five, we got the Pacers from Indiana. They're 12 and 10, 4 and 6 in their last 10 games, but they're on a one game losing streak. That's not bad. They could pick that up. Why are they called the Pacers? Is it because the Indiana 500? Like, they're pay- like you know, when they pace That's the cars? That's what I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think the so. pace cars, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Atlanta Hawks coming in at number six. They're 10 and 10, 5 and 5 in their last 10, one game losing streak. Who do they have? Who? The uh, Hawks. They got Trey Young's their star, their star player. Damn, Prodi knows all the fucking players. Mm-hmm. That's dope. 
Yeah, Trey Young's a beast. That was a I dude. remember him. Little skinny dude, right? Yeah. But he fucking hits it from all over the floor. <laughs> yeah, he's a little staff. Yeah, he could hit those long threes and shit. Okay. At number seven, the Cavaliers, 10 and 11. Five and five in the last 10. One game, one streak. And number eight, the Hornets, huh? With the goat. Yeah. Baby goat. Creeping up on everyone. They got baby goat fi- finally starting. Yeah. Yeah, they're 10 and 11 right now. They're on a three-game win streak, so ever since he became the starter, they've been... Dude, that was going to be fucking sick, bro. Then he had, like, two records back-to-back, like... Yeah, he's the youngest player to get a triple-double and probably some other shit. That was, like, a week ago, like, within a week, and then... I forgot what else he did. Like, a career high or something? (gasps) Yeah, he's been killing you, dude. I'm not even a basketball fan, and I knew that. Like, that's how big of a splash that dude's made. Finally, Jordan got it right. Yeah. <laughs> what do you say? Well, that's uh, that's the player he drafted. Oh, Jordan. Yeah, that's his. He owns he owns the Hornets. That he owned Washington. No, the Hornets. At one point, he did right, or he was like the president of the mm-hmm. club or something. The Hornets are where? Charlotte. No, are they? They were in New Orleans, right? New Orleans Hornets, right? Oh, no, that no, was the Pelicans. That's the Pelicans. Yeah, the, the Suns are playing them right now. New Orleans Pelicans. But weren't, wasn't Hornets in New Orleans at one point? The Hornets in New Orleans? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. At one point, weren't they the New Orleans Hornets? Yeah, they were. And then, and then they, they switched it to the, the Pelicans. Panic, and then then North Carolina came back and said, Fly, Pelican, fly. <laughs> we want... So in 2010, uh, 2010, (laughs) the team is mainly owned by Hall of Fame member Michael Jordan, who acquired a controlling interest in the team in 2010. So he owns the majority of that fucking team, too. He's not like just a a stakeholder. He owns that motherfucker. Damn. What was he for the Wizards then? Once he's just a player. Just a player. No, he used to, like, I think he, he had a big part. I thought he was owner, right? Yeah, I think he was part owner. Part owner. Because mm-hmm. I remember he had um, control on who they drafted and all that. He drafted Kwame Brown. He redeemed as He could redeem himself with Lamelo. So far, it's looking good. But that that's in his blood, bro. Lamelo. Yeah. One of them's got a pop. One of them's got a pop. Lonzo's not doing so swell, right? Nah. Never progressed, dude. That fool. Nah. He's on the trading block. Mm-hmm. So I don't mean to back up this conversation, but fucking, uh, I just read this thing. Conor McGregor saying, uh, his part of his loss was contributed to the, um, Manny Pacquiao prep. Manny mm-hmm. Pacquiao prep. So I just read that right now. He did say that. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> that... He said he lost because he was preparing for Manny Pacquiao. That's why he couldn't prepare for his kicks. It's like, then you're not a mixed martial artist, bro. You're not a mixed exactly. martial artist. Or a boxer, because, I mean, what boxer is he going to be? Um, There's no legit boxer he's going to be. That comes with the... Like, probably, many, probably a bunch of amateurs will whoop his ass. I would say so. Probably, probably every Olympian like, could... Every Olympian could probably whoop his ass. Every, like, wo- woman boxer. Like... Layla Ali... Yep, fucking... Uh, hey, that's not big right now, huh? Like, the women boxing? Man. What was their peak? Layla Ali and uh, Jasmine St. Clair? <laughs> Does he a porn star? 
Wasn't oh no, Mia St. John. <laughs> Remember she posted Playboy, but she was like a yeah. boxer at the time. With the t- she with the title too, right? She posed. Mm-hmm. The ring title. Title around her snatchy. That's right. There hasn't been a female boxing match in a minute. What happened? Who holds that title? God, I will wait till another hot chick comes by know. that can uh, throw down. Amir Khan. Shaka I, Khan. I was looking at the heavyweights. Amir Khan. There, I didn't realize there were so many fucking. Ti- There's a bunch of title holding motherfuckers that I don't even know who the fuck they were. Like the for the heavyweights. There's only one that matters, right? The one that Tyson Fury has, and the one that uh Anthony Joshua. I mean, those are that's a fight that matters. Actually, yeah, because that's why I looked it up. Because I looked at the linear champ. I looked up. That's like, Tyson. Worlds. Yeah, and um, Tyson's a champ, dude. That dude's a, he's a dude to beat. Like honestly, like, I, like I said, I went back and it's like, hmm, okay. Reese couldn't get his shit together for the rematch. Yeah, he's what an know. idiot. Titan? That fool just fucked up a hundred million dollars right there. No, not Titan. Andy Ruiz. Andy Ruiz. Oh, yeah, pinch yeah. of fat ass. <laughs> that fool came in like triple the size of, on the second fight. Oh, yeah, he came in fucking grandos, grandetissimo. He didn't give a fuck. Mm-mm. So, Franco. These are about, cold. How's your week been, dude? Pretty good? These are pretty. Everything chill? Show like your cubes right there. Yeah, yeah. So you know, we like you said earlier, we you know we lost somebody uh, in the community. Um, you know, rest in peace, uh, Mochacha Monique Sanderson Mata. She lost her battle to um, th- her health was just really in real bad condition, and she was real young, forty two, and uh, she passed away in her sleep. Um, like I heard the news yesterday. But um, Monique, how, long did you, how long did you know her for? A few years, a few years. Uh, Monique was real big on the Phoenix uh, downtown art scene, uh, especially with the independent artists. She's somebody who came from uh, from New Mexico and uh, established herself here on the Phoenix scene, uh, just really creating a lot of a lot of uh, connections with Phoenix-based artists. And she had her a gallery at one point, but she brought a lot of people together. Um, who wouldn't normally work together. Uh, she was uh, Chicana and uh, Native. Uh, uh, um, she was Navajo. So she brought a lot of that to her art forms. And she worked at a lot of other places like pop-up businesses, Nomadic Ice Cream Roll. Uh, she was one of the people behind uh, the Lemoncade, which is an ar- arcade uh, lemon stand. And I believe that's where you guys met her or worked with her at one point. Yeah, uh, we, that, we, but that's where you officially, I guess. We had a little stand in there. Yeah, like uh, yeah, you guys had your um your shop in there, and uh, she was also a um a ho the host of one of the hosts of Rosewax Final Club on KDIF, and uh, she later on became a DJ, uh, vi- you know, spinning vinyl. Um, a vinylist. A vinylist, a selector, but um. Yeah, man, it's just one of those things, you know, personal business, personal business, but, you know, addiction's a real thing, and um, it really was her, her, you know, it was a demon that... Constantly. Yeah. Was at her. 
and and you know a lot of people carry a lot of burden with them throughout their life a lot of pain and uh you know it was just uh, addiction's a real thing you know alcohol addiction and um uh drug abuse you know whatever anybody goes through and i really look at her death as a way to uh tackle that cuz i see a lot of people that have come through these doors that have uh, addiction to a lot of things man from substance abuse to alcoholism to um almost like an addiction to manipulation uh, and and having people um it was like an addiction of preying on people's emotions and people do that a lot without realizing it because they're put in a position of this kind of Machiavellian sort of um, survival mode. And I see a lot of people that, that do that and they, they take advantage of situations for the only reason is that's what they know how to do. They grew up in certain situations where they can only um, claim what is theirs, right, and take take what they want. And... Um, it's it's just really weird addiction, but not saying that Mo had those problems, but um, addiction was definitely a part. Of, and I I've been reflecting about that a lot um, recently, you know, in, in her death. And I would like to do some work around that and just have people give them an opportunity to really talk about their addiction, not necessarily on a public platform, but where they can just really recognize it themselves and to see like they have um, an opportunity and a window to really discuss it and almost like a therapy, whatever that may be. But um, I don't think Mo ha really felt like she had that sort of place where she can talk about it, you know, and especially within an industry, especially within a community that almost praises addiction to, you know, hey, let's just party, let's do drugs, let's drink, let's do but whatever it is. And, uh, you know, the road trip does like, not condone that. <laughs> like Jimi Hendrix, you know, it's like you know, you got so high you kiss the sky, you know, blah blah blah. And <laughs> but um, yeah, we you know, I think we we talk a lot about you know we we drink a lot here on the show. We Allegedly. we do a lot of uh, an inside and outside. Substances. But I feel like we 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 are responsible when we do like whether it be shrooming, whether it be um, rec whatever recreational drugs we do, you know, uh, smoking weed, and but we don't get trashed, you know, we're not out there, you know, we, we take care of responsibilities, but anyways, um, I just I think I'm just addicted to feeling good, you know, and, and that's, you know, what I'm saying yeah. like my addiction just like weed makes me feel good, yeah. At one point, I was doing a lot of spice. Because for a reason or another, I couldn't smoke weed. Yeah. So I would be smoking spice, just like I need it, or uh, or taking pills, you know, like yeah. Vicodin and shit, just to feel good. But I never got like withdrawals from any of them, nothing, and I never did a lot of it either. Like I've, uh, I never had to do twenty pills in one day. Right. Like you're snorting now, and fucking sticking but up I, your butt. You're like how? I know for a fact. As soon as I woke up, I had my half a pill. Yeah. You pop that bitch, dude, with no food in your stomach. Oh, bro, it's fucking. It was game changer. Game changer. That shit was a game changer, right there. <laughs> yeah, you throw on like I was playing at the time Saints Row on on the Xbox 360. 
Oh, bro, like my my fucking next lady would go to work, and I'd just be fucked up playing fucking video games. She get back like, oh shit, I better turn this shit off. But it look like I'm busy. Oh, I just started. It started like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> just gone this level. Yeah, I just got to the fucking. She left. I was like, I was 10 percent done with the game. Got back. I was like at 22. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. That's like eight hours worth of work. <laughs> it's a productive day. It is. Yeah, and you know sometimes I'll get a stomach ache too from that. Well, oh, from the pills? Yeah, but damn fuck the feeling overcame it. Yeah. And I think that's what that that was one thing, um that's like people kinda they look for happiness and they look for um for a lot of the joy that escaped them in the real world, and that's why they go into addiction, right? And um, I th- in some people's cases, they that's true though. Yeah, they mm-hmm. become like like they become gluttonous, right? Where it's whether it's alcohol, whether it's food, whether it's like I want all the fun. I, I don't want, want I don't all the ever want to grow up. You know, give me mm-hmm. like give me everything, like everything, right? And there it's it's there's only time for fun, right? And that's why I see people that are. Um, like I said, like addiction's a real thing, and you see people that have addictive personalities, and um, people get into collecting. You really see like the addiction in them. You see people in, like in the, and I say this because we you know mean a lot. Hoarding? Well, they hoard right, and they they go all in this one thing. They learn about something, mm. this brand new, whether it be shoes, whether it be fucking toys, whether, whether it, be it be boss man, vinyl, whether it be yeah, like pe- people in their lives, right? And we see how like how it's obsessive. <laughs> and that's when people go and they become addicted to it and they become and and luckily they find that's healthy ways right like it's healthy so like hot sauces whatever fucking is you know they won't collect these things um i become a plant mom and i'm gonna have all these plants everywhere right all the <laughs> like whatever it's like that that's healthy um but Anyways, yeah, there's healthy addictions. Yeah. I would agree. I, yeah. I would agree with that. But like, oh, a lot of a lot of drug addicts need that. Yeah, they need to like let let me work out every fucking day. Yep. I'm gonna work out fucking five hours in the morning. I'm gonna work three hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, work out three hours midday, and then fucking two hours to top it off at night. Why? Because this is what keeps me off of this bullshit or whatever. But it, yeah, that that's that's how it works, dude. Shout out to my nephew Junior. He's he's been uh, sober for Clean. a year. Congratulations. But his addiction was work, you know, yeah. overtime work. Whenever the fuck he going there, now he has a kid, he has a lady. Mm-hmm. So I, that's just that bonus you need, you know, to even keep you off of anything. And I think you know what I, the other thing I was thinking of, not not because I'm old. Let me clear that up. But um, being a guy, you know, we we, we joke a lot around no about uh, being being a man's is like I look at uh you. <laughs> A little toxic masculinity, but like how like slut shaming, right? And you kind of make fun of like these hoes that are like, I'm not like that anymore, and they're they're all like, Wangoshes. They're all, um, whoops. They're all wangas. And how like after they become Kawa. after they become hoes, that's when they find you know Jesus, and when that's when they all like holy and blah 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 and this and that. But I started thinking about, I was like, man, if that hoe, and I'm just using this for for context, but I was like. If that hoe would have found Jesus before she started fucking around and became all addicted to Jesus, she wouldn't have all these, you know, babies, daddies, and all this whatever, blah blah blah. But then I really started to think about that more, and it's like, how many? And it makes sense because how many times have you seen a girl who's like into Jesus and into all this shit, where like a dude would be like, I bet she's a fucking freak. 
I bet you oh, she's yeah. this or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And, you really, and you're like, nah, she's too. But you think about it, it's like, she got into God. She got into all this shit before she became a freak, you know? Where it's like all these other girls. Well, not all these other, but like other girls. Straight freaks. Because that's what was available, right? And yeah. all this other shit. So, anyways, I started really thinking about that. And I was like, damn, that was fucking crazy. And I was just getting in my head about that. But going back to addiction, um, addiction. You know, where the hell was that? Coming from like a, a military family. Coming from a military family, I really seen how like normalized addiction is and how like don't do drugs in the military. You could get fucking drunk every night. Get you know, put this poison in your body and drink and yeah. drink and or drink. Or do a drug that fucking clears your system in two days. Take right? these opiates. All messed up and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, sniff this, homie, in two days. You already know. It. They tell you when your tests are, right? Like, you're, you're going to test every Wednesday and Friday, soldier. Yep. Okay, I'll do this shit. I'm, I'll, I'll sniff so this Sunday, light on Saturday. Yeah. Wednesday, I'm going to fucking piss cleaner than the whistle. Yep. And that's the thing. is you. That's what I noticed is so many people. Even like um, even stuff where marijuana can really marijuana. help can really help um, PTSD, and I'll see this like like again in my family, but like um, they'll drink, they'll get drunk just to go to sleep, like just so they could have a full night's sleep, and they wake up in the morning, they're hungover, but they're okay, like because they're literally not having nightmares. The medication the military gives them will give my family nightmares. Will give them like, and it's, and it's crazy when they really talk about this. So it's like, here, just, this is okay, like, drinking beer and getting wasted. Isn't that crazy, bro? Like, you experience something that will never leave your mind. Yeah. And P- and it's... And what's That's PTSD. It replays over and over. Yeah. And then the triggers and all that shit. And I... And you see how, like, stuff like that pushes people towards addiction, pushes people towards that sort of shit, so... Anyways, um, that's what that's what kind of my mind's been the past like day and a half, just really thinking about this sort of shit. And um, people don't know they have addiction, or they they rely on again with alcohol, drugs, uh, sex, you know, whatever it is, a, a way to validate themselves. And um, lots of times. <laughs> They live a life or they're forced into a life that where they've been abused and they um, and or neglected and all these different variables that stack up against them to push them towards addiction. Like, no, I'm OK. And then they're forced to really um, battle this on their own like they really are like and because one, they're either they're either ashamed. People tell them to grow up, people. The whatever it is, right? Yeah, oh, every, I, I got everybody through Everybody has too. an opinion. Yeah, and um, I think that's one of the things is to I would like to do and to really help people that have that addiction to really answer it for themselves. And a person that I was talking to about this yesterday, I'm not gonna let her name, but I was talking but to now. um how she's a former alcoholic and she had quit and she's been sober. And um, we're talking about just certain lifestyles. And I knew she was sober. But this first time she ever, like, cried in front of me, like, kind of telling me her story. And um, about alcohol addiction. And what it basically came down to was, like, she would like to get her story out there, but she's not ready or she doesn't know how that'll that'll work. And um, we basically said, like, 
the idea has come up is like, look, we have a recording studio. You can come in, talk about your story, record it, and here you have the master copy. You have the only copy. Be like Joe when Dirt. You're ready to Twenty share. years. <laughs> my, that movie, my name is Bill W. Have you seen it? That was that. It made me I'll watch see, it during. Uh, I was thinking of Joe Dirt when he's in the radio station telling his story. Two days. No, this so. is actually about a dude who starts a thing like that because he was an alcoholic. So like his addiction became helping other people. Yeah. So this one would bring like strangers into his house, you know, like trying to get them off addiction and. But, you know, they're fucking alcoholics, bro. They're fucking this house up and shit. Like, but, like, he he fell through all the way through. And, like, he's the one who actually, like, started that whole the alcohol. Yeah, dude. Oh, he, so he's the AA? He's a, yeah, that's how, that's how it all started, dude. Through just that sent place. me that right now. I'm going to bring a tear to my fucking eyes, man. Who's that guy in the Hawaiian shirt? That's me. That, oh, damn. <laughs> Slim Jones right there looking, looking like Cisco Calaca. I, I thought it was Cisco. <laughs> <laughs> Damn little collapse. Yeah, that was a. Uh... Damn, that was a long time ago. That's crazy. So they sent the. I, for those listening, I just got a text right now. Sent me some pictures of the homegirl who were talking about Mo. The homegirls. And uh, and Brianna. Oh, There's a picture of me and them. And La Dama. Brianna passed away back in um, October. Back in October. So it was weird that they were just. It was. They they were in the same crew. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Eric. <laughs> what happened? It's making me laugh. Yeah, it's um, not a moment to laugh for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But now she passed away, and uh, and they're part of the same crew. There are three. There are uh, three of them, and two of them have passed in less than six months. And um, but yeah, so we we're t- we we're just talking about it, and uh, just you know, in, in Mo's name, I think you know, there's a lot of stuff that can be um that can be said right about how when people pass you you only want to say positive things about them but you really got to be realistic about a lot of shit so i feel the best way to move forward in a positive way is to give again give that platform to people who don't feel like they have support or whatever that means and um i I, yeah so anyways we're kind of talking about like how, how do we do something like that and just give people who have addiction a a place to heal. And, uh, heal, uh, and, heal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> goofy. <laughs> but just just heal and over whatever's pushed them towards. Um, I I know why I drink, right? Like I drink for a lot of different reasons. I drink to forget. I drink to um, alleviate. I drink to. Uh, have a just have a good time and fuck it, it tastes good you know yeah i drink for fun yeah like there's a lot of reasons why i drink i drink once a week sometimes twice and it's just uh, well we do two podcasts a week so i definitely drinking twice <laughs> sometimes we don't do it on saturdays yeah yeah you're right you know what i mean get here pretty kind of early ish wait 11 that's 11 can't drink a 24 pack at you i mean you could, you could. but it's like tried there's, there goes your whole day <laughs> and i have kids you know what i'm saying like as soon as i get home they want to fucking play with me they want to do all this shit so. dude if you start drinking at at 11 that's what you're drinking that's what you're you better be day. camping all day you're drinking you better be camping like you can't do anything else but fucking but drink. How, how good does camping feel though when you like wake up and you crack one open and the rest of the day's productive <sighs> what am i gonna do you're collecting firewood you're it's cooking. productive exactly bro and then at night it's all cold you're like fuck yeah Perfect. 
you're buzzed. It's perfect. You're buzzed. It's just cold enough to like a little fire. It sobers you up. You got your fire. I think we'll have a little camp, little bonfire tonight. I think we'll go buy some wood. How about a little campfire? Let's have a little, uh, a little uh, break, if you would call, as you would call. A little break. A little break. Don't go, don't go out there uh, smoking or ingesting any meth. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with the power of the pause. Video game. Yeah. Yeah. That's too short, right? The ghetto. Yeah. Talking about the ghetto. Talking about the news with King J. What do we got on the docket today, King J? Ooh, all right. We got the news with King J. If you guys ain't used to it, you guys better get used to it. So you guys want one that's about uh, monkeys or a hitman? Hitman. It was with the monkeys first, right? You want the monkey first? Always monkeys. Mm -hmm. So Target has joined several other retails. Target, Retail, huh? Yeah, Target has joined uh, several other retailers in dropping its Highland-based com- uh, company's coconut products following allegations that its farms use monkey labor. What? To, to go get the coconuts for them? Yeah, so... There's nothing wrong with that, right? Is there? But watch. So Target would no longer carry coconut products, including coconut water, in its stores due to this. For Pe- that brand? From a certain brand or... Uh, anything that comes from uh, Thai, uh, Thailand, any of their products that are coconut-based, anything, water, anything. So PETA ale- uh, alleged last year investi- investigators found young monkeys were chained and trained to pick coconuts at multiple farms in the South Asian uh, country. The terrified young monkeys are forced to perform frustrating and difficult tasks such as twisting uh, heavy coconuts until they fall off trees. And right now, um, they're being PETA is invest is investigating further with other animal shelter companies in Thailand that are against this action to try to shut down the entire operation. But yeah, they're using monkey they they're using monkeys that are chained together, trained to uh, go up in trees and twist the coconuts, heavy coconuts, and keep twisting them until they fall out of the trees. I'm all out of Kavasie. That's like uh, SeaWorld for SeaWorld for monkeys. Yeah. I mean, I... I, I or Africa I, for people. And I, I, you know, I agree <laughs> with Target and other retailer stores because of the fact that if they're not buying their products, they're not going to they're not gonna make no money, you know what I mean? And that's good because then the monkeys will be able to be released back into the wild or wherever they came from. Like. <laughs> or they eat them. Damn, that's crazy. That's I never harsh. knew that because most... Isn't most coconut water from Thailand? Yeah, <laughs> coconut water, coconut. No wonder why. Anything. Yeah, and that's so why, dude. Anytime you drink coconut, coconut juice, it's probably been plucked by a monkey. Yup, and that's why they're probably able to produce so much. <laughs> it's got hundreds of monkeys that they're just roaming around. Yeah, chained together. <laughs> chained up to a tree and like climb up there, monkey. Yeah. You start shaking or chain or they probably have like two of them chained to each other and have them go up in trees and get two next to each other so if they try to run they can't get nowhere i mean that's kind of smart though right training, i mean training it's, monkeys. it's smart and it's i think it's fucked up like let the monkeys just live why are you gonna make them do hard labor like that like for just the human need you know i think it's just wrong it's like a circus in a sense how, how do you think they should go about this 
Start sending humans up the trees? No, yeah, dude, do it yourself. I mean, get people that you could pay or whatever, or whatever it takes, you know, to get people to do it, not monkeys that are just... So chain people to the trees? <laughs> I wouldn't say train people, uh, chain people, but I mean, get people that, you know, that... I mean, pay people, whatever you got to do, if you're going to come up with some type of mechanism. Yeah. You know, to have the humans do it of Thailand, not the monkeys that they're capturing and then training. That's crazy. How would you train a monkey to do that? It's probably from birth. Yeah. And then come right back to you with the coconut on the ground. You know what I mean? Like they got to be getting that fucking monkey a treat. Yeah. Something. It has to be some type of treat from the beginning that lets it know like, oh, I go get that coconut. I'm going to get this. Bomb ass tree. I won't get beat. I won't get beat. Like, it's like the killer whales from Sea World. Meat. Yeah, because they don't even have killer whales at Sea World anymore, do they? Yeah, they do. Oh, they, they do. They're just not allowed to like have a breeding program or something. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Like they're not allowed to have any more killer whales or something, right? Like yeah, because every time they used to perform with them, dude, the the uh, the whales fins used to be arched over, and that's a sign of um, stress. Like free willy. Yeah, and it's, yeah. Have, if you ever look at the map of SeaWorld and you see, like, where the orcas live in comparison to, like, the parking, it's fucking smaller than you. Uh, I was like, what? That's fucking crazy. That's when I realized, like. Parking's bigger than their enclosure. It just shows what's important to the theme parks. And that's Moolah. because they don't have the free area to roam like that. Like, I remember going them. to SeaWorld as a kid and be like, this place is fucking boring. I I've never been there. You would Seems like fun. it. SeaWorld? Yeah, I've been of, there a lot of times. Bunch yeah. of sad ass animals. Bunch of sad ass animals. It's fun though, a bunch of happy humans. <laughs> right. They get oh, the look at you. Hitting the windows. Ah! Causing all stress. Getting splashed by the whale. Yeah, all the salmonella all over you. That's why a lot of people would, a lot of like, uh, women trainers that worked with those, those killer whales were getting attacked, dude. Like after a while, like. Because they're weak, the weaker sex. No, yeah. just because of the fact that they're in this big ass. I mean, this little enclosure, like, they're used to just roaming the whole ocean, and they're in that little space for so long. Of course, like, that's that's like you being in, like, a little confined box, like a padded box room, you know, just for years and years and years, dude, where you could barely move around, you like, You mean prison? Freely. You mean prison? No, worse than that, like, smaller <laughs> than that, you know what I mean? Like, it would just drive you nuts. Like, yeah, prison, too, that drives you nuts after a while, too, just Solitar- being confined Solitary like confinement. Yeah, dude, yeah, solitary confinement, like. You'll lose put, your mind, dude. You'll start attacking people, like, and that's what those killer whales did. So, and, and we see that a lot with people who are in prison and shit. Yeah, or, like, did you see lately all the whales fucking pushing the ships and shit? No. Uh, oh, I think I I heard something a little bit about that, but I didn't read into mm-hmm. it. I guess why were because th- of the contaminating their waters or something? You know, maybe they're fucking. Rebelling, I like get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you know, dude. Like, yeah, I mean, because that's any animal in general. If they have the need to defend their area of habitat, they will. Like deers now are starting to attack people, dude. Elk are starting to attack people because of certain situations that cause them to have to do that. Like, and that makes sense with killer whales in the ocean, dude. They're like, "Fuck this! You're polluting everything." <laughs> They're predatory. Yeah, I know people who are in the military that were um. Station on a ship, and I think it was like once a month, m- once a month or once a week. I can't remember what it was. They had a day where you went and pr- pretty much just threw all your trash oh, over. I think that was once a month. Yeah, and yeah. They, they, they the ship would dump their oil, yeah. like from the ship. They would dump the old oil. Yeah, they dump all that. Yeah, their trash. That'd be somewhere in the old. Shit. It just they're like yeah, just over the ship, just throw all your shit. It's like God damn man. 
I like that's bad. Like I'm one of those people that are like hella against that, dude. Just because like I like the nature and everything, like how beautiful everything is. And then when you see like those pictures of like sea turtles that are dying because they're trapped in plastic and everything, like I just think that's bad. I mean, I don't I don't understand why people would want to do that anyway. What would make somebody be like, oh, let me throw my bottles in the ocean, like? Give a fuck, because uh, they're in there for fucking months on that fucking ship, and yeah, we're outside they they that, Yeah, they're in the middle of nowhere. Like they got probably got nowhere to store it. Looks like because they just toss it over. Yeah. So. Dude, I mean, but you could always find because even like you could always find somewhere to store. It. Just put it in bags and put it below deck or put it in a certain corner until you get somewhere like where there's a trash can where you could throw all that shit out. You know, like. But they're out I'm there for sure. months, dude. Yeah, I know. I understand months. that, but I'm pretty sure they could have. F- found ways like some type of protocol you know yeah. what i mean like that was why they found <laughs> rather than dumping that shit compress in the it or something on yeah it. something like that like in big bales on. yeah dude have a belly on the boat fill the belly with with all the with trash, trash and everything yeah. yeah and then once you get to your destination you have crewmen like three four crewmen that are in charge of dumping all that trash yeah it would would be that way job better. would suck. It would suck, yeah, but it would. It, it, the, I think if you thought if after a while the planet would be a lot more green and cleanse, I guess you could say in a well, sense. Yeah, <laughs> but in this also, it's like one of my biggest things is like how people talk about recycling plastic, and they're like, "Hey, you can't recycle that plastic. You have to put it in this type of fucking bin, and you know, recycle it here, or like how a lot of plastic you can't recycle and." Even if you put it in the recycling bin, it'll end up in the trash mm-hmm. and all this other shit. But it's like we think of all these ways to, like, how to recycle plastic instead of just saying, let's fucking cut plastic out. Let's not use plastic, right? Like, right. Look around us, like, how, how much stuff on this microphone is plastic. We got plastic containers all around us, right? Right. And how it's such an intricate part of our lives where if we just say, Hey, let's cut out plastic and not use plastic. Um, using the oils that the materials that are that used to make plastic, and well, we I rather just not inconvenience my life and keep them in, right? And that's just human nature. They feel like they put it in the recycling bin, like they're doing something, but the only way like to it's making a good cause. The only way to like really eradicate that problem is to get rid of it, get rid of plastic, get rid of mm-hmm. the use of plastic, and that's like in the trash where it's like. We can turn off these lights and make sure we conserve energies, energy, but unless, like, big corporations actually step up and they do something about their, their, their imprint that they're leaving on this world, one person recycling and really doing all that shit, a family, neighborhoods, if everybody in the world recycle, it wouldn't do shit unless the actual corporations do something. So it's like for one ship, for, like, the military to stop doing it, yeah, it'll help out a little bit, but it's like us, the consumers, that are fucking driving a lot of this stuff. It's it's us, like the cons- it's us every like the shit we allow, and um, and that's just the fucking truth. Like we could stop all we want, we could talk about how making this planet better, but um, until we hold those accountable that are causing the most pollutions, you think about beef. How many of us eat? Has have any who? Did we? How many of us ate meat, like beef, eggs, um, fucking milk, just today, right? And and you talk about how cow cow farms, 
are the biggest contributors to um, air pollution, right? The methane gas and all that stuff. So until we say, hey, we're not going to eat any more beef anymore or beef products. Wait a minute. I just realized I'm fucking drunk and I said eggs. Eggs don't come from. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering why you said that. Eggs don't come from. Uh, I was like, I guess he just likes from beef. Cows. <laughs> from cows. Um, eggs come really from chicken. But, but chickens too. Like chicken farms. Like chicken farms are cruel and shit. But I'm just talking about what, what um cow farms produce. So I was getting a little crossover but the fact is is what um the farms what what the like i said the methane and how much it, how much water cows consume every fucking day right every day a cow consumes uh you know t- like these gallons and gallons of water and these are hundreds of cows on these farms so you're talking about like it's in, from drought conditions to the pollution they cause to feeding them to and lots of times they're just being fed bullshit they're being fed bullshit and we are the ones that are ingesting that so um yeah and th- there's a lot of shit in this world and that's why i think we just need to become more conscious of it and instead of just just treating the symptoms we really gotta we really gotta attack the problem and yeah i don't know where i'm going with this but the fact is, is there's a lot of shit wrong with this world, and until we actually decide we're gonna take real actions against stuff like, like I said, just stop using plastic altogether, we can't say, oh, cut the ring tabs off your six pack of soda, so you know, oh, let's stop uh, drinking out of straws because it's gonna choke the sea turtles. Like, just stop using straws altogether. Exactly. Stop using plastic altogether. Drink like a man. Drink like a man with your dick. <laughs> so what's up, uh, so KJ? That, so so that, what the hitman? So those monkeys. Um. So what the hitman? A Louisiana man hired two hitmen to kill his niece to stop her from testifying in a rape trial. So a dude hired two hitmen. Two hitmen to uh-huh. kill the niece. His niece. Okay. Mm-hmm. Instead, the mother was shot dead, pretending to be her daughter. Uh, the mother, Brittany Cormier, was killed January 13th at her home in Montague. Hope, uh, N- Hope Nettleton, a neighbor visiting, was also killed during the incident. She was 37 and was killed after Hope Nettleton was killed was 37 and was killed after trying to fight off the shooters after the mother, Brittany Comer, was de- uh, was shot killed. Mother of who the killers? No, the mother of the of the daughter of, of the, the niece. niece. The mother was pretending to be the niece when the hitman came, because the hitman came and actually asked for the daughter, and the mother said that she was the daughter, so they killed her. And then the uh, Hope Nettleman, a neighbor that was visiting at the time, she was also killed because she was trying to fight off them. Oh shit! So um, the so niece, the niece wasn't home. The, the the so the niece and uh the mother's stepdaughter hid in a closet during the murders. So they were home, but she just they they were hiding. Her and her uh and the stepdaughter were hiding during the incident. And the mom. Just, it's like, like they knew, huh? Yeah, and then the mom already knew what was coming, what was up. So she pretty much like lied and said that she was the daughter that they were looking for. So the uncle the raped his niece. Yeah. The um. Allegedly. No, it was just it was just a man. I think it was just a man that was dating. 
Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, he tried yeah, his to. Niece. Uh, yeah, his niece. Yeah, he tried. To, well, he raped her, and then he was trying to have her killed because she was going on trial to uh, to testify Damn. against him. White people, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. How did they find out he he hired them? <laughs> them hitmen? Uh, so pretty much they were investigated because the two uh, the two hitmen were arrested because uh, oh I mean, they probably snitched yeah. yeah so pretty much they're right now they're they're being held on two counts of first degree murder and being held on two a uh, two million dollar bond each it's probably uh what's his name Tiger Joe Tiger Joe's hitman I don't know but yeah so you Carol Baskin you and fucking then the, um, <laughs> and then the uh, the what would it be the uncle? Yeah, the uncle is now facing um, homicide, death by penalty. Well, that's that's gonna be they're gonna bring that up, but he's still going to trial uh, for the rape of his niece because now she can still testify, and then that's gonna come up into his trial. Oh yeah, as she's well. still alive. Huh? So in yeah, this, in this family, you have an uncle that raped his niece. his sisters. Kid, his so, sister's so daughter, and, and then he and got his own sister killed. And right? then he got his own sister. Well, no, pretty much. Well, yeah, he got his own sister killed, but his sister already knew what was coming up. So, like, she pretty much just said, "Oh, I'm the niece." Like, so if I'm, I'm thinking about like he's the niece, like an uncle. So, like, my uncle rapes my cousin and then kills my aunt. That's fucked up for that family. Like that whole situation, man. No, my uncle. My my uncle rapes me, then tries to have me killed, but then kills my mom. No, I'm just talking about like if I'm just talking about from a family member. Oh yeah, family. yeah. Like if, if an like uncle that's... or whatever, you know. That's fucking crazy, man. Was this in Louisiana? Yeah, Louisiana. That's, that wasn't a feel good sad, story. Dude. It's it's crazy. That's crazy. That requires the violin. <laughs> Like what? Like I don't like. Just I wonder what goes through people's minds like that, dude. To be oh, able to do something crazy. sick like that. Like. Kooks, kooks. What do you mean, like killing or raping your niece? To, yeah, to <laughs> rape your own niece, dude, and then d- try to and then have a hitman Fuck hire that. two hitman to kill your own niece because you know she's Fuck gonna snitch on that. you. Like what the fuck, dude? Like that's. You said Franco, white people are crazy. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say I didn't say that. Don't be putting. I didn't say that on I'll there. I'll say that white people are crazy, dude. And you're white, so yes, yeah, so that's <laughs> why I said I'll say that then. <laughs> it, yeah, I, I see, because I read about this that story a couple of days ago, and I'm just like, yeah, this world's crazy, gross, man. Yeah, dude. I have no, uh, I have no sympathy for rapists at all. Like rapists no, no, are like child them. molesters. Nah, dude. Like, yeah, fuck them. I don't want to say it, it doesn't hit close to home because it's, I'm not a victim or, you know, thank God nobody I know has been, um, a victim of anything like that. But it's uh. It hits it hits close to home because it's something that really angers me and this like like I want to do something to people when I if I know they were you know what I mean like if I knew they were like a rapist or I know they were you know they went to jail or oh yeah I don't want the, I don't kids. want them around me dude. 
Yeah. But like, I want to do something. I don't want to associate with you. I don't want you around me. And you belong to burn. Yeah. Like, literally, like, people like that. I really believe people like that do not deserve to live. Like, if you're going to cause harm. Even, like, people who abuse animals. Like, shit like that. Like, it's. Like, sending your monkey to go get coconuts. Yeah. And not giving Doing him. Doing human uh, labor. Not giving him bananas. <laughs> and, like, they throw shit at you. Like, here's your fucking coconut. Yeah. Here's a little bit of shit, you fucking shit. Here's your fucking coconut. Here's a coconut. Shit at here's you. Here's a coca shit. Tree. You're all waiting like it's a coconut. <laughs> a coca shit. <laughs> coco shit. Dude, imagine how pissed out those fucking little. See, horses were. Those little, those little Thai dickheads. That fucking monkey up there just. Playing up in the coconut, drinking it, eating. Bro, I never knew that. That's crazy. No, I doubt that. They probably were just. So, what stores are uh, cutting ties? Target and who else? Target and many other, uh, many uh, other retail stores. So I'm thinking like Whole Target, Foods and all that. Fries, Walmart. Whole Foods, Walmart, what, Safeway. What company? Do you remember what company? Or he said all of them. It said it just said Target and other. No, but which uh, which coconut waters? Yeah. Oh, pretty anything, anything that anything comes from, from Thailand, Thailand that's coconut based, coconut based water, milk, oh, food, anything. They're not so Hawaiian it. coconuts are cool. Yeah, I mean any, anything that just doesn't. There's a human fucking asshole or Venezuelan. <laughs> anything that just comes from Thailand. What this is fifteen dollars coconut, coconut water? What the fuck? Uh-huh. Yeah, it was picked by a fucking actual human. Yeah, hard labor, buddy. Hard not labor. free labor here. <laughs> as this is hard labor. Damn, bring, give me back that monkey water. Yeah. <laughs> Wee wada wada. That monkey water. <laughs> <laughs> monkey water is all. What does it taste like? Bananas. Bananas and pijamas. What does it taste like? My semen. Oh shit! It is my semen. <laughs> this is a sock. This is a sock, not a cup. It's all <laughs> hard. <laughs> Stands up by itself. Still holds my beer for a few seconds before it seeps through. Before it starts to uh, you regenerate. Gotta, yeah, you gotta pound it. Oh yeah, regenerate the the, the sea monks. The kumquats. The sea monks. The sea monkeys. The sea monkeys. <laughs> the sea monkeys. <laughs> Did you ever have sea monkeys? Nah, I never had any. Yeah. Did I, you? Nah, I didn't have like an ant farm or any of that weird ass shit like that. Ah, uh, me neither. Mm-hmm. At school, I had a caterpillar that turned into a butterfly, but never at home. Well, for real? Never at home. Yeah. We all yeah, got did like, that whole know, process cat- and shit. We had a caterpillar, and I had her name or whatever in that section of the cage. And oh, that's pretty dope. You got to name your butterfly, and then when it What'd was... you name it? Jamal. KJ. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't know. I don't Queen fucking Jay. remember. It was a woman. Yeah, it was a woman. Oh. It's a butterfly. They're beautiful. It's a beautiful butterfly. Like <laughs> off a of bug's life. You know what a male butterfly is? A moth. Randy. So they don't come and fuck fucking butterflies. Oh, is it? Yep. Oh, that's crazy. One, th- uh, one, one. Butterflies are only. Humans. One day out of the year, they could come out in the day and fuck butterflies. Like a freak. One day out of the year. Yep. Yep. What? Then, yep. And every other cocoon is gonna be a ma- a female. Oh. It's weird. Now, every other. Where'd you learn that at? In school? Uh, it's school, and then I watched a video the other day on the... <laughs> Eric, don't laugh. <laughs> Discovery.com. Eric's just laughing here like I'm making shit up. Discovery.com. He's being silly. I'm going to verify this. No, I'm just... You said I'm going to verify this. <laughs> He's Googling it right now. We're Googling. We're going in. We're going in hard. What? Hard. 
we're going in hard and we're about to dip out too so uh mm-hmm. any closing words mr king j because we're about to get the fuck out of here no just thank you for everyone tuning in hope everyone has a good night fuck yeah those are beautiful words brody Yep, shout out all the roaches, man. Everyone tuned in right here at the Fuck yeah. round table right here, uh-huh. or the square table that we call the round table. It's beautiful in here, how the atmosphere works. Just ch- we're like, we're just chilling. Yeah, dude, the vibes are awesome. Chilling, vibing. It's hump day. So, yeah, man, everything's cool, kosher. Shout out Smokies, like always, you know, providing the fronto smoke. So, yeah, on to the next one. On to the next. Mr. Franco 602. Uh, any any closing out, words? Shout out everybody that's uh that's that's that that's been down with the uh, Rose Clip, whether you're just new to the game or you've been down with us for a minute. Um, shout out to uh, Urban Life, man. We got some things popping for uh, April 10th. I just gotta clear up some stuff, but we look like we're gonna be doing a. You know, I don't want to say anything, but we're gonna do a little uh probably get 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 a little show going. Um. Well, a big show going, so April 10th, mark that in your calendars. Uh, it's two months away and, you know, working on it. Um, shout out to uh, uh, KDIF. We're going to get some things going. But I also want to say uh, shout out to Tobo, man. We uh, got things real quick. Um, uh, maybe not. Shout out Tolo because uh, I was talking to another homie of myself. Uh, I was talking to another homie. And then uh, just like the people you really like and honestly inspired and helped, there's a lot of people out here uh, probably within the game, I'd say the past fuck, maybe four years, um, a lot of people that were in the t-shirt game that did their thing. But um, I was talking to this, to this guy in speci- specifically and how a lot of people came and they learned from Tolo, like how you did stuff and just the, the different techniques you use from, from pressing to screen printing to sublimation. Bless you. Oh, I'm allergic to my own bullshit. Damn, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> no, no, but and then it was like we were talking about. Um, I was talking to this guy, and we we're just like, um, he learned a lot of stuff from you too. And I was like, yeah, dude, there's a lot of people that are doing their work right now and putting out merch, and you know, they learned under you. They really did, you know, and. Um, whether they give the credit to you or not and you know they're kind of doing stuff with their own crews and you don't get the credit you deserve from the people that um, uh, I don't want to say they piggybacked off you you know and then the, and they're still our homies but they they know what they they know they know <laughs> you know and then uh, but I just want to say shout out to you because it's more than just a couple people that um, I see flourishing and I see uh, learning and again whether they gave um, Victory Customs their due whether they learn all that shit um, I see it and I recognize it because I'm not I'm personally not doing it but I see you doing that too and a lot of people are are flourishing from that man and I just want to say kudos to you and shout out to Tolo man for reals oh, yeah bro thank you bro that yeah. means a lot of me yeah, yeah. One thing I've been an advocate of is helping motherfuckers, dude. Yeah. Showing you. I don't give a fuck if you know what I know. And you don't talk about it. You don't do the pat on your back and other people are like, I won't get my boo I never do because, you know, one thing about my life, bro, is that I'm happy. I'm happy with my life. Yeah. I'm happy as an individual. It's just like once I found happiness, bro, it's like nothing could fuck with me, dude. Nothing. Yeah. 
Once I found happiness, it's like nothing's gonna really bother me, bro. There's a few things that would bother me, and it's like it's things I would not even talk about. Yeah, they bother me that much. But other than that, bro, it's like it's all love, bro. But it's like don't say you're real. Don't say you're real if you're not real. Yeah, that's it. That's it, man. Like you don't have to say anything. You don't have to say anything. Yeah, yeah. just fucking talk to me, whatever. But don't. Don't say you're real. Don't say, f- don't say bullshit if you don't mean it. Yeah. And one thing about me, bro, is like I tell motherfuckers how it is, and like this work, let's do this. And I never hate on 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 teaching a motherfucker either. Yeah. Why? Because like, for one, the market's too big to be selfish. Yeah. And number two, nobody can do it better. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Nah, I'm just fucking around. No, I see people that are out there, like, and it's crazy because they, they take one thing that Tolo does, and that's all they do. They take one thing, and it's like, and you're like, dude, that's fine, dude. I got a lot of other mediums I can do, like, and that's cool. And um, I think if we all kind of just really, that that's what it means to be a leader. And a lot of these people who are they're just because they're older or they come from another generation and they they don't they think they are or they have the the capability of doing like you said it's like I'm here to teach or I'm here to do this and it's like you're not you're here to take like you're here to fucking take and you're here to have that ego and and I you know I see it with people but you know Tolo I've seen with you like the way you've done it is really like um unselfish it's just unselfish and so yeah man here what's mine is yours and don't get in the way of me doing my shit and i'm gonna make my mistakes and hey that's but that's life and um yeah man there's a lot lot of people out there fronting and faking the funk and uh like i said whether they give you your due or not man i just want to give that kudos to you so thank you franco yeah for sure my man yeah, sure. bro, we're, we're we're here for a purpose, and we're here. Our purpose is to enlighten people and have fun. Talk about our lives, talk about what's going on in life. Ever since COVID, it's it's all we've been covering, pretty much. Yeah. You know, COVID, shots, this, shots, that. And before the shots were even here, we had other conspiracies. Like, the conspiracies never stop. I don't give a fuck what we're dealing with. They will never stop. When COVID first started, you had conspiracies about one thing or another. At the we're we're at the vaccine conspiracies right now, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's where we're standing, and that's it's it is what it is, man. We're just trying to push forward, trying to live our best life. And I know I work hard, bro, and I know I work super hard. And if I'm happy and my and my family's happy, dude, that's all that matters, man. Like I ain't even I ain't even worried, man. I I know one day I know one day my kids are gonna realize what they have. And then they're gonna choose their path. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I know for a fact, like I'm not gonna steer them steer them the wrong way ever. And their their path that they're gonna have in front of them are gonna be succeeding path. And they're gonna be successful fucking people because i'm not gonna ever give up on them yeah ever dude ever and i'm gonna be there for them every fucking day that i'm alive 
I'll be there for them. I, re- I read a quote the other day that kind of reminds me of what you're saying, and it was um, my homegirl was talking about her. I think it was she was talking about her husband, but it was a quote that basically said, "A father, what was it? A father is neither the anchor to hold you down, or the sail to take you to your destination, but is the loving, guiding light." Or wisdom to guide you to where you need to go, or whatever it was, right? And I really see that what you're doing is like here, here are my options. Just here are your options, and here's what I'm doing to make sure you guys can have these opportunities, the same way my father did that for me, right? Coming from his background to being working in um, the education field or whatever it may be, and you're like, he did that for me, and I'm gonna make sure my kids are a little bit more have more opportunities than I had, you know, and, um, as a father, man, that's, that's all you can do, right, that's really all, you, you can't force your kids anything, no, just be there for them, bro, yeah, and listen to them, that's the number one thing, listen to them, bro, listen to them, give a fuck what they're telling you, just listen, because one day those dreams that they're telling you, those things that they're telling you, will become a reality and they're gonna slap you in the face. Yeah. And you wanna be slapped in the face in a good way rather than the, than a bad way. You don't wanna be shocked and appalled. You wanna be delightfully surprised. Exactly. You're like fuck yeah. Whoa. You actually fucking did this shit. I knew you would, but you actually did, yeah. you know? Fuck yeah. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for joining us. Roach Clip Podcast style. Go fuck yourselves. Hasta luego. Ay, 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 ay. Ay, ay. Goodbye. Adios. Hasta luego. Hasta la vista, baby.